Coming up on Locked On Now, NFL, the top team in the AFC and the NFC both lost on Sunday to division opponents, while arguably the best game of the day was saved for last. Our Locked On NFL hosts are here to tell you everything you need to know from Week 11's NFL Sunday. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. You are listening to Locked On Now, local experts on the biggest stories around the NFL. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. To start off the show, you probably shouldn't get used to Aaron Rodgers falling short on his comebacks, but that's exactly what happened in Minnesota on Sunday for our biggest game. The Biggest Game The Green Bay Packers started very slow but came back from down early to tie the game in the fourth, but Green Bay suffered from costly penalties and mistakes which allowed Minnesota to take a three-point win. Our Locked On Packers host tells us how exactly Green Bay let this one slip away. Penalties and missed opportunities. That cost the Packers in a 34-31 loss in a thriller in Minnesota. I'm Peter Bukowski, host of Locked on Packers, and Aaron Rodgers in the offense came to life, scoring 31 points after a sluggish, sluggish start in the first quarter, but it wasn't enough. Darnell Savage had an interception called back on a roughing the passer call. He had one taken out of his hands by Adam Thielen and one late in the game in the fourth quarter that he was not able to secure going to the ground with the game tied. It would have given a red-hot Packers offense the ball back. The Packers also committed 92 yards in penalties in this game. They're the least penalized team in football. You cannot miss out on that many opportunities and hurt yourself with penalties and expect to get a win, even if the Packers offense hit its stride. The Packers averaged 8.6 yards per play in this game and over 10.5 yards per pass and still lost because of those missed opportunities and the penalties. It was another stressful watch for Vikings fans who watched Minnesota go up big and then lose that lead before finally winning the game with a field goal at the end. But as Locked On Vikings points out, it's still a win over the Packers, and that's all that matters today. They can't keep doing this to me. Vikings win win the game, I guess. 34-31 final score. Vikings win on a last second field goal against Green Bay. We're going to be all smiles in Minnesota. Nothing better than beating the Packers. Key to this one, two men. Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. Holy crap, did these two guys go off. Justin Jefferson eclipsed last week against the Chargers on less catches, I think. A bunch of huge plays, including a touchdown in the fourth quarter that ended, uh, that could have been the go-ahead touchdown, but the Packers come back in the fourth quarter with a 75-yard touchdown, finding Marquez Valdez Scantling one-on-one with Xavier Woods for a big, long touchdown. And then Kirk Cousins, two minutes, tie game, goes down to point-blank range, gets the clock all the way down to zero, Greg Joseph kicks the field goal and Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a chance. That is how you close a game. But every single game is like this. The Vikings led by two scores again. They gave up that lead again. They would eventually trail in the game again. They had a missed extra point. That actually could have been the difference, but they got a two-point conversion later that actually uh, made it up. And ultimately, the thing's a W. We go home with a win, but still a lot of problems on this team to deal with. We're going to break it all down on the Locked on Vikings podcast. 
wherever you find your favorite shows and free on all platforms. The Los Angeles Chargers used a huge night from Austin Eckler to pull out a primetime win at home in a back-and-forth thriller to end the action on Sunday. After a big win, Locked On Chargers has more. What a wild, wild finish on Sunday Night Football. I'm still not sure I believe what I just saw. What's up, guys? This is Daniel Wade here from Locked On Chargers coming to you after the Chargers 41-37 to win against the Pittsburgh Steelers in primetime in a game where the Chargers gave up a 17-point fourth quarter lead. They gave up 27 fourth quarter points, but Justin Herbert found Mike Williams for a 53-yard touchdown with two minutes and nine seconds remaining for the Chargers pick up a wild victory in a very crowded AFC. Justin Herbert was once again the superstar quarterback that Chargers fans knew that he was. He ends up going for 472 yards of total offense in this game and three touchdowns. He ended up with 90 rushing yards, a career high Austin Eckler gets a career high four touchdowns the first four touchdown game by a charger since the 2015 season what a crazy crazy game defensively there are a lot of questions to be answered after the chargers gave up 27 fourth quarter points but win the game figure the rest out later this was a huge win for the chargers for our full reactions make sure to check out the locked on chargers youtube channel and also follow the show wherever you get your podcast from your team every day The Pittsburgh Steelers fell just short after trying their best to come back from an early deficit, and our Locked On Steelers host explains how Pittsburgh let L.A. get ahead and why the Steelers didn't have enough to win in the end. The Pittsburgh Steelers came up short on Sunday night football, losing 41-37 to the Los Angeles Chargers. It was a bizarre game where the Steelers came back from a 17-point fourth quarter deficit and even took the lead. But on a year when Ben Roethlisberger has looked below average to average for most of the season, he comes up with his best night of the year, hitting 28 of 44 for 273 yards and three touchdowns with no interceptions. But unfortunately for the Steelers, this was the week that their defense was depleted. No TJ Watt, no Mika Fitzpatrick, no Joe Hayden, no no Stephon Tuitt and Tyson Lulu still over the middle. And it showed. The Steelers defense gave up the most points it has all season, in fact, over the past couple seasons. Um, and you look at what they put together, there were just too many mistakes across the board, whether it was giving up the late touchdown uh, down, down, the, down the sideline with Cam Sutton blowing a coverage, or whether it was giving up too many underneath runs by Justin Herbert over the middle. The bottom line is the Steelers had a chance to make this one their game and were unfortunately short in doing so. We'll talk about more about how this game played out right in the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. And coming up next, Jalen Hurts uses his feet to beat the Saints in Philadelphia yesterday, and the Texans shocked the Titans. You're listening to Locked On Now NFL. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. I mean, this is not like a regular protein bar. And if you guys haven't tried it by now, you are missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. Most protein bars are chalky, waxy. They don't taste like chocolate at all. But this one is soft and covered in 100% real chocolate. And when you bite into it, you know that you are biting into something totally different. Built Bars are low carb, low calorie, low fat, low sugar, and high in protein. So all of the healthy benefits on top of just being very, very good. And there are so many flavors, including coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, coconut almond, salted caramel, double chocolate, and cherry Garcia. And this month, Built Bar is coming out with new limited time flavors every three to four days. So make sure that you guys check out their website very often because you do not want to miss this. And 
we have a special code for you. If you go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your entire order. Again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now NFL. I'm Kim Becker, and this is your recap of everything that happened yesterday in the NFL with updates from our local experts around the country. Jalen Hurts ran all over the New Orleans Saints yesterday, and his efforts were good enough for our best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. The New Orleans Saints lost for the third straight week on Sunday on the road against the Eagles. After giving up 40 points and the team headed in the wrong direction, our Locked On Saints host wonders if it's time to make some changes. The New Orleans Saints fall in Philly. I'm Ross Jackson, host of the Locked On Saints podcast. The New Orleans Saints dropped their third straight game, this time against the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia, 40-29, to in a game that has left a lot of Saints fans wondering if the New Orleans Saints would benefit from a change at the quarterback spot. And while it might not be completely fair to evaluate Trevor Simeon individually as a quarterback based upon what he's had to work with and what he's had to work around with a depleted offense with injuries and things of that like, it does still beg to question whether or not this depleted offense does have an opportunity to raise its ceiling a little bit with the extra threat of Taysom Hill behind center and with the ball in his hands each and every play. We'll see what the New Orleans Saints decide to do on a short week as they get ready to take on the Buffalo Bills back in New Orleans on Thanksgiving Day. For more on that game, this loss, and everything around your New Orleans Saints, make sure you're checking out the daily Locked On Saints podcast free and available on all platforms and part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, Jalen Hurts went off in the run game on Sunday. He ran for three rushing touchdowns in helping the Eagles rack up 40 points against the Saints. And Locked On Eagles tells us how Philly kept things at arm's length down the stretch. Well, it was a convincing win, and then it wasn't, and then it was convincing again for the Philadelphia Eagles, who take it against the New Orleans Saints to improve to 5-6. and six. The final score was 40-29. to 29. It got close at the end. The Saints, with seven minutes to go, had the ball in the Eagles' territory, down by only two scores, but the Eagles held tough, held them to only a field goal, and then Jalen Hurts and the elite Eagles' run offense took back over to put the game down. The Eagles now have won three of their last four games, and it was such an impressive performance on offense today. In the run game, the Eagles putting up over 200 rushing yards against the best run defense in the league. Jalen Hurts, three rushing touchdowns today, the most by any Eagles quarterback in franchise history. He now has eight rushing touchdowns on the year, which is the most of any quarterback. But it wasn't just Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, in his return to the lineup, had over 90 rushing yards, Jordan Howard over 60, and this offensive line put on a complete clinic. And I think that's going to be the blueprint as the Eagles have a very favorable schedule down the stretch here, getting a win against the Denver Broncos last week and now against the Saints. These were seen as the final two really tough matchups until the Dallas Cowboys come to town for Week 18. Expect the Eagles to be on a run. They are in it here in the NFC playoff race after a big win today against the Saints. The first win, by the way, at home in 2021. Louis DiBiase locked on Eagles. And the biggest surprise of the afternoon came in Nashville as the Texans beat the Titans in the rain. Tennessee couldn't overcome turnover troubles and the Texans got a win over the AFC's top seed going into the weekend. Here is Locked on Texans with more. 
Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host of Cody Davis from Locked On Texans. And hey, the Houston Texans have won a game, ending an eight-game losing streak at the hands to the Tennessee Titans in a 22-13 victory inside Nissan Stadium on Sunday. And ladies and gentlemen, the Houston Texans won this game based off of their defense when they recorded not one, not two, not three, not four, but five takeaways in the win against the Tennessee Titans. And by the way, four of those five takeaways did come as a result of interceptions thrown by Ryan Tannehill. And two of those four interceptions was recorded by cornerback Desmond King, who recorded both of his interceptions in the fourth quarter. By the way, on the offensive side of the ball, the Houston Texans was led by Tyrod Taylor. And I know you might look at his numbers and see that he finished this game recording only 107 passing yards. But the importance of Tyrod Taylor was felt throughout this game because Taylor not only gave the Houston Texans a boost in the run game by rushing for not one, but two touchdowns in the win. But he also did a really good job managing the game on the offensive side of the ball for the Houston Texans. For more on how the Houston Texans ended their eight-game losing streak inside Nissan Stadium to the Tennessee Titans, be sure to check out the latest installment of Locked On Texans. Ladies and gentlemen, the Houston Texans are now two and eight. Yes, they won a game. The Titans lost for only the third time this season and had a six-game winning streak snapped on Sunday. What went wrong for one of the top teams in the AFC? Our Locked On Titans host tries to answer that question. Tyler Rowland here, host of the Locked On Titans podcast, with my instant reaction to the Titans' embarrassing loss to the Houston Texans at home in Week 11. It was 22-13, and the Titans could never really get anything going in a downpour in Nashville. Ryan Tannehill threw four interceptions. Chester Rogers let a punt go off his foot to give the Texans an easy scoring opportunity, and the Titans really made life easy for a 1-8 ball club that had no business beating the 8-2 Titans, but the Titans were working with a skeleton crew on offense as the injuries just continue to mount. A.J. Brown and Marcus Johnson leave the game. The Titans' defense played well overall, but with the five turnovers, it's going to be tough for any defense to hold another team's offense to the point where the Titans' offense could have scored enough to win this game. Either way, the Titans still sit on top of the AFC with a big-time showdown against the Patriots next week, and the number one thing for them is get healthy. But that's going to do it for me. Make sure you check out my additional analysis on the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. And thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. That's a wrap for us. Thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. For more on the National Football League and your favorite team, make your second listens Locked On NFL and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked On Now, Locked On, your team every day.